What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Couch. And in today's episode, to begin, Butsy, Zwick, and Jordan are going to react to Zwick's NFL Week 6 Power Rankings. And then they're going to recap the Week 6 of the NFL. Following that, Butsy and I are going to come on here and we're going to be talking about College Football Week 7 recap. Uh, talk about some of the big games that happened there. Nothing too crazy for this weekend, but there was a couple of fun games that we get really into, and we also talk a little bit of Heisman Trophy candidacy, so stay tuned for that. But without further ado, here is Jordan Butts and Zwick. Welcome back to the couch, everybody. I am here with Connor and Zwick. We are here on Monday evening at 6 p.m. getting ready for Chargers-Cowboys, uh, but before that game, we're going to talk about all of the games from yesterday. Uh, boys, how are we? How did uh, how'd our bets do? I'm great. Um Bets not so great, but <laughs> not great. What uh? What bets did not do so great? Uh, what I had? Well, I guess I never picked this, but I was thinking about um, Buccaneers upset. That didn't okay. happen. Yeah, but that's right. I had so I had the picks I gave out on the pod were Texans plus one and a half versus the Saints, Falcons minus two and a half, and Vikings minus three. Falcons cashed. Or Falcons missed, sorry. Texans cashed. Vikings cashed. And then, oh, and obviously, our team Yeah, and Vikings-Bears went under. That was one of mine. Got it. That Got was it. fucked up. And then uh, the Cardinals lost by 17, and that fucked our teaser. Butsy, yeah. what about you? I mean, how much money are we up or down? Uh, of we actually had a pretty <laughs> neutral Sunday betting-wise. I will say the one thing that fucked me was that teaser. Um, after yeah, a decent Saturday, me. I mean, yeah, uh, we actually, yeah. I mean, we could still blame it on Zwick. We still have one more game left. Um, but after after a pretty neutral Saturday, I was feeling pretty confident, so I decided to go big on the uh on the teaser. Put a little two unit on it, and my my sweat was actually an outright win. So, or my bet, my part of the teaser was actually an outright win. So, pat myself on the back there. Great pick, great analysis. You're only gonna get it here on the couch. Um. <laughs> But yeah, the Cardinals was tough. Um, Josh Dobbs played pretty, pretty played pretty piss poor. That's really tough to say to a mic. Um, he didn't play good. Uh, and, and Cooper Cup being bad, Cooper Cup looked great. They, you know, Rams. It wasn't about it wasn't about Cooper Cup though. It was about the Cardinals scoring nine points. That was yeah. You can't you can't score nine points. And for those that don't know, if you push a leg in a teaser, it's it's a loss. You lose. So yeah. uh, we lost, unfortunately, but. Doesn't mean we're not going to make it back uh, this upcoming Sunday. Exactly. Oh, we're we're going to we be will back. make it back. <laughs> we're gonna. Like we're just going to double down every week. We're going to keep doubling our unit size <laughs> until we get back, <laughs> no matter what. It's a, it's, the it's, only a way. it's a can't lose can't lose strategy. Exactly. Eventually, you will win. Hopefully. All right. Uh, let's get into Zwick's power rankings after Sunday's games. Zwick, hit yes. us with it. All right. It's it's a little spicy. Okay. So I'll start at 10. I have the Browns. Nine, Bengals. Eight, Ravens. Seven, Cowboys. Six, Bills. Five, Lions. Four, Dolphins. Three, Eagles. Two, Chiefs. One, 49ers. Wow, Niners remain. I'm I'm not moved by a loss on a missed field goal in the rain. With no McCaffrey, no Debo, and no Trent Williams, that's not moving me. The four ers are moved by the Browns' defensive performance. I am. That defense was crazy, so that bumped them up into the top ten. Chargers are just below them at the honorable mention. <laughs> but we'll They're see sneaking how they, in. They're going to get in we'll, after tonight. We'll You're see how they play stupid. tonight. But the Browns' defense is fucking awesome. I mean, they are very, very good on the back end. And they just seem to, you know, shut down the 49ers offense completely. Yeah, they're they're giving up like under three and a half yards per play. I think it's something absolutely absurd. Um, all right, let's go through this list. The Browns at 10, I like. I, I think if anything, I would have the Browns higher after that. Should we go? I mean, is Bengals over Browns a homer pick? I don't think so. I don't think at this at this state. I think the Bengals. They just are they wanted PJ Walker. Yeah, but they didn't have a Caffrey or Debo. It's like they didn't well, have an Trent entire Williams. offense or Trent Williams. Those are they literally their three best players on offense. 
Yeah, it's really hard to win when you miss. I, best I think it was players. a more impressive win than Geno Smith playing like absolute dog shit for I mean, sixty minutes. I'm also. It's also like we're like the football being like a foot to the left, talking about a win. So it's like that's true. That's true. I'm not. I'm not really moved by that. I. I still think they're the best team. All you right, know. that's fair enough. Bossy, do you have any uh, arguments? Uh, <clears throat> clear my throat here. Uh, <clears throat> I have to do it again. Sorry, Zwick. <laughs> yes. Talk to me about um, the Bengals. Yeah. Actually, sorry. Talk to me about the Seahawks mm. because. I thought the Seahawks played a pretty damn good football game. I thought their defense was great. Um, I thought their offensive line was horrific. But when Geno Smith had time and when Kenneth Walker was able to run the football, not you know get through the line, he was very efficient and very effective. So do you think that the Seahawks are better than the Browns right now? It's tough to say. I, I definitely – debated these these two i ultimately chose the browns coming off a win versus the best team but i do just because i think that defense is that good and i think that they can win games where they score like 19 points or even less and even if it's with pj walker i know hopefully deshaun comes back soon and they'll be you know that much more electric on offense but the seahawks looked bad yesterday like gino looked really really bad he had two really, really bad picks on you know crucial drives in the second half, and the offensive line didn't look great. And I'll give some of that credit to the Bengals' defensive line because I think they looked awesome yesterday. Yeah, they looked unstoppable. And I don't know. I just – defense – the Seahawks' defense played really well in the second half, but it wasn't enough. That This Browns' defense is, like, historic. It's it, – yeah. like – they're gonna they're gonna get on some crazy lists. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna switch my prior opinion. Um, put the Browns over the Bengals. That's what I said. <laughs> I know, I know. I switched it. I was thinking about. it. I was agreeing with you. I was thinking about the game. Um, I'm a Seahawks. I'm kind of a Seahawks fan. Like I like I like what they're doing. I think they're talented. Um, but they haven't really been able to piece it together a ton this season yet. Uh, they've had some impressive wins, but also some some tough losses. Um. The Bengals putting up a really unimpressive win doesn't sway me in in one way or another. Um, I thought their defense stepped up, but I also think the the Seahawks might just not have an O line, like it just might not exist because look, literally looks like Geno is getting pressured on every drop back. Um, so that that kind of doesn't really sway me anyway. And I think the Browns defense is like you said, Jordan. It's historic. I thought Amari Cooper kind of had a coming out game. He played really fucking well. Um, I also thought the 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 uh, the Browns receivers, besides Cooper Cup, like Elijah Elijah Moore was was open a ton in this game. Uh, like he was getting a ton of separation and a ton of space. If that's Deshaun Watson instead of PJ Walker, I think the Browns could have won that game by seven ten points. Like I really do. Uh, yeah. I thought I thought he was just missing uh, missing open receivers. We saw I think it was like two plays in a row, like late in the game where he just missed straight up missed Elijah Moore. Um, Mari Cooper looks to be fully healthy and he's back. So, yeah, I, I like the Browns over the Bengals here. I put Browns at nine, Bengals at 10. I don't know if I believe in Deshaun Watson a ton going forward. Like, I think the Browns will probably still hover around that, you know, 10, 9, 10 to, you know, possibly uh, honorable mention team because I don't think Deshaun's great. He's had actually a pretty bad start to the season. So, um, but yeah, I, I, just absolutely talked myself into you know what I was what I was <laughs> I opposed to before. Uh, I like it. Um, yeah, I, I think the Browns are absurd on defense, and they're going to be for the whole team, and they're going to that that defense is going to carry them like to wherever they go because the offense is not good enough. Chubb's gone. Like the running game is not quite as good. Although I do like Jerome Ford, um, but yeah, Deshaun Watson is not playing as as well as he needs to for them to win at all. But that defense can absolutely make noise in the playoffs. They can win a playoff game like thirteen to ten, no doubt. Zwick, what's the concern for the Chiefs? Um, I know they're not scoring as many points as usual, but they've also never had a defense this good, probably since Mahomes has been there at least. Yeah, the I'm. I'm not. I guess it's not a concern. They're number two. Yeah, I'm not really concerned with the Chiefs. My thing, my thing with the Chiefs is, is I think this narrative that 
I, what they're five and one, right? This narrative that they're not like the same Chiefs and their offenses look kind of you know mediocre and everyone's like, oh, like this is the downfall. Like Travis Kelsey's been a little banged up. It's like, no, they they lost. They they should be six and zero oh right now. They lost by one point in Week One without Chris Jones, without Travis Kelsey, and they were a Kadarius Tony literally catching the football yeah. away, winning that game. So I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all. I still think they're the best team in the AFC. I still think they should be AFC title favorites. Um, yes, they've looked kind of slow, but it's Week Six. You know, remember? And, I think. It was but do two- you like do you like Niners over them just from a talent standpoint on offense or yeah i mean like i i I know the niners probably have more talent everywhere but the chiefs defense plays well every week yeah no i i do um i think that they're the best two coach teams in the league i don't think it's very close um the four niners just have you know weapons on weapons on weapons every week it seems like someone new is stepping up and as well as mccaffrey also stepping up every single week so i'm I would love to see a Niners Chiefs game. I'm not sure if they play this year. I think they played last year, so they probably don't play this year. But I'm not worried about the Chiefs. Everyone's kind of saying, like, oh, the Chiefs aren't kind of washed or whatever. No, they're not. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have Andy Reid. They're going to be fine. They're going to be in the AFC Championship game at the minimum is my prediction. Okay, fair enough. Let's go to uh, a little – panic meter type of segment most concerning performance Budsy, is it the bills escaping the giants on sunday night football we need to talk about that let's talk about that after <laughs> 14 to 9 is it the eagles losing to the jets or is it the niners losing to the browns most concerning performance it's it's got to be the bills um and they won yeah. <laughs> and they won I but I think it's the most concerning performance because they should never have won that game. Uh, everyone, it's it's Monday now. Like everyone's seen the the unbelievable hold on Waller in the end zone from the time he literally crosses the goal line to when he runs to the back of the end zone. The guy never let go of his jersey. It's a fucking hold every time, and it's a pi. Like the guy committed every foul in the book that a <laughs> corner could commit on one play. Um, but and you know we were talking about this Giants defense and and how not great they are and the bills just could not break through it seemed uh i think their run game is still kind of trash i think james cook had like two yards or two rushes in a row of like 15 yards and that was the whole bright spot for their rushing game all game so i i think the bills you know josh allen is nowhere to like pleased with that performance by any means you can see it after the game he you know he wasn't smiling he was you know clearly distraught and upset about the way his team played and I I agree, but I, I feel like he uh, and I and I, well, sorry I agree with him, but I think it's just like Jordan, you've been saying this for weeks now. Just the inconsistency of this team is unbelievable. Um, I didn't really expect them to have two down weeks in a row. I'm not gonna lie, but this was gross against a really bad Giants defense. Um, and I think the Bills are 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 in a bit of a trouble right now. But it seems like they always show up in big games against good teams, and then when a shit team comes along, they kind of just pander out and 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 try to just win the game instead of absolutely fucking putting the the throttle to the floor um but yeah that's that's I mean, my take on the bills it's it's a bad giants defense yes they did play well so you have to give them some credit but also they're playing the backup quarterback too and i know it's it's tyrod so it's not like he's not a terrible quarterback he's actually 500 um in the league i just learned that today from bill simmons but he they ran the ball at the end of the half <laughs> with 15 seconds left like that's that's leaving points on the board so Horrible that, that would have changed yeah terrible clock management and it was often audible from Tyrod so it, it was just like a mistake that wouldn't have happened um if Daniel Jones was in there at least I hope not but I I, I, I don't they know won the game. they would have won the game if they if, didn't run the ball in the first half and if they, they just take three right it changes they, everything yeah, they would have won the game they would have won what was it they would have won 15-14 yeah, so I, I I agree. Was, Is that your most concerning performance, Swick? Yeah, it's like not even close. Like the 49ers, I'm not worried about at all. Eagles, 
have you seen the e- the Eagles schedule coming up is insane. They have like Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, and like one other good team in a row. Like it's crazy. But I saw I saw this tweet today and it says Josh Allen's curse is exactly is he is exactly as good as he is playing against. <laughs> I've never seen anything yeah. true because what the fuck was that last night? My mortal lock, Bills minus 15. It if that game gets played a hundred times, the Bills win by 15 points, 99 times. <laughs> like that was frustrating. Um, I mean, they would have lost outright if Tyrod Taylor didn't kill the play and check to a running play. So I'm worried about the Bills. I think their defense. I talked about last week the injuries on the defense are concerning, and it showed up last night. Saquon got going in the second half. Um, Tyrod Taylor hit Darren Waller a few times in the second half. Like Those are plays that Matt Milano and Tredavious White and Daquan Jones take away. So they're missing their three best defensive players, and I think only Matt Milano is coming back this season. So I'm worried about them. I'm not – if I had to hit a panic meter, like 1 to 10, I'd say it's like a six or seven. I mean, you still got them. What do you have? You still have them six on your rankings. Yeah, right? they're still they're still up there, and they're still gonna be you know one of the best teams in the AFC. But like they're they're a really really bad coaching decision on the other side away from losing this game. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm they're gonna play the Pats you. next week and win by a hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll win by like ninety eight next week. Um, hey, I don't but, know. That'll be Josh Allen. Josh plays yeah. down to his competition. He'll just be Mac even Jones. Want to win? Like I wouldn't even want to win at this. No, point. I don't. I don't. Yeah, we were, we were talking about this. We don't. We're we're ready to we're ready to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. we also went through what would happen. Like the Broncos are probably going to be as bad or worse than us, right? The yeah. Giants are right there with us. Panthers are right there with us. Bears are right there with us. The Bears have the Panthers pick, so it's really just the Panthers, I guess, that we need to worry about. Um, the Bears. Well, it's both. No, it's I, both. yeah, it is both because the Bears have their own pick. So they're going to have two picks ahead of so us. So the Bears and the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So oh, like, you get we're a top have... three quarterback. What? You get a top three quarterback probably. Uh, the Broncos might take one, though. They're going to take they, one. Russell Wilson's horrible. Yeah, I think they will. So we need to hope the Giants don't take one. But you better hope you don't win like a meaningless game in like week 18 and then lose out. We will. (laughs) Like you'll beat someone you so should not beat. Like you'll beat like the Dolphins or like the Bills. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're gonna beat one of the bad teams, and then it's gonna fuck us and they're gonna take our pick. Or we're just gonna beat the Jets because we always beat the Jets. Maybe that'll be it. (laughs) We can just keep that streak going. If the Patriots win two games all season. Against the Jets, obviously, we beat the Jets twice. <laughs> and we don't get the number one pick. Oof. I'm gonna fucking cry. If no, two wins, I think we would. I think enough, two wins, two wins would do it. It's like who is Carolina gonna beat though? I don't know. They can get frisky sometimes. Be- okay, like, <laughs> but are the Bears are the Bears really gonna take Caleb Williams right now? I absolutely. I think yeah. I mean, you have to like no matter who's the number one pick, you just have to take him. I, I think I'm talking if, myself into them keeping Justin I think, Fields. <laughs> I think if you get a quarterback, which the Bears do, then yeah. You think they need a quarterback? You don't? I think he's so young. I don't know. Oh, I think. I, what if he I mean, up? I don't know. If you if you're not panning out after three years, you're done. Ah, uh, fuck. It's the We're same thing with him. Mac Jones. You think Mac Jones? You still believe in Mac Jones? Mac yeah. Jones has no ceiling at all, and he's played far <laughs> worse than Fields, which is saying a lot because Fields has been like as bad as he could have been Very so far. Awesome. I mean, like, all right, sorry, who, yeah. who is... sorry, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, oh wow, that was cute. Um, just a just a key nerd nerd tip here: the key matchup for the Patriots all year, um, is going to be Week 16 at Denver on Sunday Night Football. Oh, what. Well... That's getting flexed. There's no fucking way <laughs> that has to get flexed. The Patriots are playing the Broncos on Sunday Night Football in Week 16. I want that, that will be is that gonna be the lowest the... watched, like the lowest viewership game. Oh, that's hundred percent. Gonna get flexed. There's no way that's not flexed. 
It's just going to be one of the determining games in in who gets a a better draft pick. So it'll be interesting to see just the two shittiest teams in the fucking NFL go at it. I think there's no way the Bears don't have the first pick. I don't like who who on this. Yeah, well, they have themselves and Carolina. So yeah, I I think that they their own pick could be like three or four. Yeah. Carolina is not beating anyone on the schedule. They have. Houston, Indianapolis. Oh God, we have a Bears Panthers game coming up. <laughs> Dallas, Tennessee, Tampa, New Orleans, Falcons, Packers, Jags, Tampa again. Like they're not beating anyone on that. Team. They could absolutely beat the Bears. <laughs> they could also. They can probably beat the Texans if the Texans have an off day. I don't know. The Cardinals are going to be bad too, right? They're going to have a bad record. I forgot about the Cardinals. So there's how many like, games the have they won? Are fucked. We're fucked. We're gonna get like yeah, the fifth best quarterback. Yeah, you guys are fucked. <laughs> we need so we many need to literally teams. win two games. Like I think the All Cardinals right. are better than us, but I don't oh, know if, if they're gonna have a worse record than us or a better record than us. So you guys want to run through the Patriots schedule real quick? Yeah, uh, they're not. Let's, let's do a max thing. Let's do a max thing and run through a schedule. Um, home against the Bills. Loss. Loss. Home against the Commanders. See that mm. we we might win that, and it's gonna. Yeah, suck. you can win that. I think home I against think the Belichick Col- will do dirty things against Sam Howell. Home against the Colts. Loss probably. Yeah, see, like, but the you guys could win those. It's winnable. We, Zwick, we can't score points. We cannot put points on the board. <laughs> That's true. Like I don't. So true. I can't. forgot. I forgot you guys don't do that. Never mind. Sorry. Okay, week eleven by. Uh, hey, we had seventeen. 12. We had seventeen this week. That was huge. It's pretty impressive. Week twelve offense. at the Giants. Loss. Oh. Loss. Loss. <laughs> this is a fucking easy. That's ass not a game. loss, dude. Home <laughs> against the Chargers. Such an easy schedule. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a uh, at the Steelers, hundred percent loss. We're not scoring a single point that game. Nope. Uh, home against the Chiefs, <laughs> that loss. game is going to be like nine to six. <laughs> yes, yeah, hundred percent. Home against the Chiefs, loss. loss. Easy to Denver. Oh God, Sunday night. <laughs> I can see us getting to like five wins though. I I could see it, and that would be the worst possible thing ever. Oh, the worst. Okay. And then they end at the Bills and home against the Jets, which is a loss and probably a win. I would say prediction we get four wins. That's where I'll yeah, go. And I don't know if that'll be five. And that's that's like the worst spot you can be in. Well, four is not that many. Like the Cardinals could get more than four. I think the, the Bears, Bears get more Cardinals than four. and Panthers will all have less than four. Fuck. That would stink. Oh, I don't know. The Cardinals have that. a tough schedule too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals not, Cardinals might have three wins. We're not in a good spot. We need to lose every game. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Start. We're cheering for okay. losses. Cheering against Patriots can I, Sunday. Can I give you guys some, um, I don't know, point of view on why there's some concern for the Niners? Oh, this is, yeah. And I love the Niners. Sure, sure, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not concerned about how they played, but they have the injury bug every year. Every yeah. single year. This is the only reason. It's the only reason that they haven't, one of the California Bowl. teams every year. And now it's McCaffrey, Debo, and Trent Williams. Like you guys said, those, those are their three best players on offense, at least. So I don't know. And, and what? And Dre Greenlaw got hurt too. Or he was hurt. Yeah. So they're fucking loaded, but <laughs> it just keeps happening. Like they might be one of the cursed teams that we talk about with the, the Chargers and the Cowboys, and they, they just have the, the stench around them. The Niners have an injury stench, and I'm worried. We also we need to start a conversation about Brock Purdy because let's do it. Brock Butsy is gonna be real, real sad about what I have to say. Brock Purdy, well, it's, not, it's the, whatever you're gonna say is not right, so I won't be sad about it. <laughs> Brock Purdy played a real defense yesterday, and he looked <laughs> bad. Twelve for twenty-seven, one twenty-five a touchdown on a screen pass. So take that as you will. And an interception. 12 for 27 is pretty bad. He missed a lot of throws yesterday that he normally makes and has showed us he can make. And maybe it was just an off game that happens. You know, it was a little wet in Cleveland. It's the worst place to play in the league. But 
he did not look good. So I want your reaction, Butsy, because I know you're a you're Brock Brock Purdy truther. Mm. Mm. Uh, would you call the Cowboys defense a good defense? Yes. I, yes, I think. Thanks, that... thanks, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> um, and what did he do against the Cowboys? Remind me. Oh, that's right. He lit him up like a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> this isn't an order. Like this isn't, he didn't play against an ordinarily good defense. He played against one of the best defenses in NFL history at the moment. Like this defense is, is putting fair. up historic numbers. Okay. Yes, you're right. He did miss throws that he normally makes. Okay. Right. Agreed. And he did lose uh CMC. So they really didn't have a good run game and he did lose Debo. So there's one of your biggest weapons on the outside. And you know, what makes him great. You know what makes him great? He had a really, really bad game. No no doubt, not denying it. But he walked down the field and gave his team a chance to win. He put them in a re- in a in a position to win and the kicker missed the kick. Like that, and it's it's not it wasn't like it was a 58 yarder or you know, like a like an impossible kick. That's a pretty standard NFL field goal distance, and the kicker missed it. Shit happens, but Brock Purdy was still able to go down the field without CMC, without Trent Williams, and without Debo, and give his team a chance to win the football game. So you know what? All, all, all in all, you know, shitty weather, bad game, missing your studs. I'm not that. You know, I don't think I'm very swayed on this Brock Purdy performance because Fuck I still think he's a winner. I think he's a winner. I Fuck, Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> hey, he is. That was oh, sarcasm from Zwick, but decent counterpoint from Butts. Not gonna lie, Thank that you. wasn't yeah, that right. wasn't bad. Those, those are very fair points. You kind of, you just you just had your way with me. Um, <laughs> I've been pre- I've been prepping for this shit too because I knew someone was gonna say it, so I've been prepping. <laughs> well, to march down the field like that after playing that bad is it does show a little bit of heart, a little bit of uh, it's a little Brady esque going to a different level. Okay, now we're going it's a little way too far. <laughs> Yo. <All right. laughs> This this performance made, like it it makes everyone who said Purdy was just a product of his weapons look a lot better um today. That's that's all I will say. Now, okay, let's talk about two more games. Let's talk about the Jets. Are the Jet can the Jets make the playoffs? I think they can. I was on the Jets train all off season. You were and Aaron Rodgers gets hurt Zach Wilson fucking sucks but that defense is legit that defense fucking has embarrassed Jalen Hurts Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes this year embarrassed they have Josh Allen threw three interceptions versus them Jalen Hurts threw three and Mahomes threw two so I think that's that qualifies as embarrassed them they have looked awesome and they didn't have Sauce Gardner or DJ Reed yesterday I also think that the the Eagles, this was kind of a fluke. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurts is near is I don't think yesterday's performance defines him as a player at all. I think that he's a lot better than what he's was yesterday. And I know he knows that and the Eagles know that, but the Jets look good and they're sitting at what's their record now? They're sitting at three and three. And Aaron Rodgers is probably doing some like very illegal drug to heal his Achilles. And yeah, very much if so. he comes if he comes back, like like I know I'm kind of joking, but it seems like this recovery is getting very, very sped up. If he comes back like week 18 or like wild card weekend, who the fuck knows what could happen? So here's a question though. If they if they get rolling a little bit, they sneak into the playoffs at like 10 and 7. Do you oh. play Aaron Rodgers if he's healthy? If if that's his first week off the Achilles, you play him in the wild card? I, unless Zach Wilson <laughs> goes on a fucking tear, yeah. I mean, like, he would kind of he would he would have to be playing at least solid. Yeah. To, I, mean, I think he that, he yeah. I think he has been playing a lot better than like I know I say he fucking uh, He was bad yesterday. No, the defense yeah, won that game. He, no, the, the defense, defense absolutely won that game. game, but he looked good against the Chiefs and he looked good against the Broncos. So, I mean, like, not really. Like, I don't know. But he might just suck. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks, but he sucks less than he used to suck. <laughs> oh, no. that's I think that's a perfect way to put it. He sucks, but he sucks less than he used to suck. Yeah. Butsy, do you have uh, any hope for the Jets 
playoff chances? I, I want to because we do have their win total over nine and a half. Yeah. Um, so we're still resting on that a little bit. We're net we're yeah, we're nesting on that a little bit. Um if this defense keeps playing this well, like I mean, how many times did they you said hurts through three picks? Yeah. Yeah. And Swift fumbled. It caused yeah. four turnovers in that game. And the Jets just weren't able to capitalize. I literally think they started the game with like four straight field goals after the turnovers in Eagles territory. So uh, I think if the Jets can just figure out a smidgen of something on offense to to get going, then I, I think this team does have real playoff hopes because I think their defense is that good. But I also don't think the defense is probably going to cause four turnovers a game. So I think that's hard to sustain. And when you can't really move the ball in an opponent's territory, it's like where you start, you can't really, you know, you can't pick up first downs. I, I, they, I think they went three and out after like two of the turnovers that they had yesterday. So um, this offense is really bad still. Uh, this defense is very legit. But when it comes to playoffs, I don't feel very confident because I think their defense isn't going to be able to create as many turnovers every game. I think teams yeah. are good. They're going to be involved in so many low-scoring games because I think teams are just going to try to not make mistakes and not give and not turn over the football to the Jets. Um, so yeah, I think playoff hopes are a little slim, but I love yeah. the defense. I'm hey. I'm going to remain. What's up, Twick? I was just going to say the Jets' offense did look pretty bad yesterday. I mean, yeah, they looked. They awesome. scored one touchdown and the Eagles let them score. So <laughs> exactly, I'm remaining all out on the Jets. I think. They beat the Bills opening week, which was pretty absurd. Josh Allen played an awful game. It was kind of fluky. It was kind of like the star quarterback goes down. I, I have no idea like what to make of that game. It seemed like everyone's like everyone on the Bills team just thought they were gonna win and just packed it in and then ended up losing. And then they beat the Eagles on this kind of like Zwick said, out of character game for Jalen Hurts. The Eagles literally could have run the ball on that. On the last interception, if they had just run that ball, they'd probably win that game 90% of the time because they could have punted and Zach Wilson would have had to drive the whole field. So I, I don't think the Jets are going anywhere, to be honest. We've seen some really like bad like coaching decisions. We have. Lately. Like, the whole, like the whole Miami disaster, the Giants disaster last night, the Eagles, like maybe they should throw us out there. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's easy to coach from your couch, I guess, but I, yeah. I feel like a lot of those are easy to coach from anywhere. So I don't know. Um, all right, that's all that I have on the docket. Is there any uh, any other storylines you guys want to cover, or should we wrap it up and uh, head to college? Jaguars are back. Are they back? They are back, but Trevor Lawrence got hurt, so they might not be back. Oh, what, what was his injury? Not back. He has a right knee injury, and they play on Thursday, so he might miss this week. But I still think they're back because I'm not really that good. Oh, I, he might be out because of this line is Saints minus three at the moment. Well, that's weird. The, the line tells all. The lines tell all. The line does tell all. Um, the Raiders are very quietly three and three. I Ew, that's horrible. Disgusting. Horrible. They're horrible. I don't believe that they're any sort of a good football team at all. Um. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Brian Hoyer is terrible. Max Crosby's great. Jacoby Myers is like getting is like the number one receiver over Devontae Adams right now, which is just mind boggling. Um, uh, let's see, let's fire down anything else. Panthers having a fourteen nothing lead and then choking, hurt so bad. I didn't oh, need them to win. I just needed them to cover the fourteen. 14. <laughs> yes, I did, and I was so excited when they were at fourteen nothing, and then they had the pick six. And they were in the number. And then three plays later, Mike White drove down the field and they scored. So that fucking hurt. Um, Commanders, Falcons, Desmond Ritter, guys. Bad. That hurt me. That bad. was my real big, bad. That was my big loss, dude. I was so confident in the Falcons winning this game because I thought Ritter had turned a corner. <laughs> and then he did. He played one of the worst games I've ever seen a quarterback play. He threw it 47 <laughs> times. That's absurd. He, he, threw, he was literally like... throwing it to the wrong team. He might play like just the bare minimum, like good enough every other week to save his job too. Like that's the thing is it's, it's bad. Yeah. Also, so I, Arthur Smith, their head coach, is really bad at hiding when he's upset at his QB. Oh, that was so funny. 
so so funny so it. many times oh he, he like just, threw his hands on his head uh, like hands over the face like just clearly so fucking pissed off he it does a terrible job at hiding his emotions during the game yeah also all right fun fact ahead, before we go Tyreek Hill is only 186 yards away from a thousand yards and it's week six that is, yeah. is week six. so I think he's gonna I, break um, I hope I he does that'll be fun I drafted Cooper Cup over him with the fourth overall pick in my fantasy drafts. Well, so, he's back. We should talk Cup's about that. back, but uh, Tyreek is Tyreek is, is just Tyreek is the same. Um, yeah. Receiver in the league. Yeah. All right. That We're going to wrap it up. You guys are going to do college. Max will come on. So thank you for listening, and we will be right back. All right. I'm back. I'm here with Butsy, and we are going to be recapping college football week seven. A lot of blowouts in this week, um, or weekend rather. We kind of you know, recapped it a little bit and talked about how we thought there's going to be a lot of really close games. And there really wasn't a ton. Um, not a great or super exciting college football weekend. There were some fun matchups. I want to start with the most exciting and honestly best game of the week by far. And one of the best games of the season, Washington beating Oregon. Huge coming out party. Well, not really a coming out party because I think a lot of people who have been watching all season long know that call that uh, Washington is legit. We've talked about it on this podcast a couple of times. Uh, you in particular, Butsy, have brought it up, mm. and I just want you to know, or I just want to know how happy you felt watching your future quarterback um, kicking ass in Oregon. He looks unbelievable. Uh, future quarterbacks a stretch. We went back and forth for a while about what the Patriots' record is going to end like, and how, I mean there's a path the Pats to get to five wins and not be able to draft the quarterback. So that's great. Um, but Penix looks unbelievable. He's the Heisman favorite for a reason right now. You think he's minus minus one twenty yeah. as we record this podcast. Um, the Washington, that was a clear path to college football playoff. That's, that's the, that's the truth. Um, all they have to do is pretty much win out and they're in the college football playoff, which would be awesome to see. Cause I think Washington's really good on both sides of the ball. Um, this game was so fun to watch start to finish. I don't know if you caught a lot of it, but yeah, I watched the whole thing. This game was unbelievable to watch. I was glued to my couch watching this. Uh, Penix is really, really exciting. <laughs> He's a great, great quarterback. Um, Bo Nix also looks not a good, not a really great, good. good. Yeah, that, but that was, I know what the stats will say 337, 33 for 44. I felt like he didn't have a great game though. Like I felt like yeah. he kept them enough into it, but I didn't think that he made you know, the best decisions when the time comes. Now, I'm no quarterback guru, but that's just what I kind of from my from the couch, I thought that he could have done a little bit more to get them to win. I didn't think it was his best game. It was not his best game. Um, I still thought he played really well. Uh, You know, if that field goal goes in and Oregon wins in overtime, we're saying how that's an unbelievable game and Bo Nix is him and all that stuff. And I, I don't want to take anything away from his performance. I thought it was really good. But like you said, he didn't do – he didn't make enough winning plays, I thought, which happens when, you you know, sometimes you just get out-dueled. And I thought Penix out-dueled Bo Nix on Saturday. But, like, we've been waiting for a Bo Nix decline for a while now, like all season pretty much, and it hasn't happened yet. Uh, So maybe he's turned a new leaf. Maybe he's turned a corner and, you know, has a future in the NFL because he has looked so much better Uh you know, this year than he has in the past two years, even yeah. three. I a hundred percent. Bo Nix has always been, I've mentioned, I think every weekend we mentioned um, or every week we mentioned that Bo Nix has been impossible for us to figure out. Um, but yeah, Michael Penix is legit. He showed, I mean, for lack of a better term, some fucking nuts on Saturday. He was limping around. He got beat up. Um, Oregon was able to get to the quarterback. They're able to, you know, really pressure him and make it, make it gross and make it difficult. And he was able to get through all of that and show why he is excuse me, in the lead right now to be the Heisman. Um, I think it's too early to talk about Heisman, obviously. And this back end, it's time for me to play the schedule game. This back end schedule for Washington is kind of a mixed bag because they play Arizona State Stanford. Stanford's not a good team. We'll get to them later. They got to win, but they're not a good team. Arizona State's one and five. They're not a good team. Um then they play USC, and we're going to get to them later because I have some questions about if UFC, USC is a good team. But then they play Utah, who I don't know if Cam Rising is going to be back in time. They uh, we He should be back by now. He hasn't been back. I don't know what's holding him out. 
Um, they play Oregon State, who you know is a solid team, but like I, I think that should be a win for them. I, I don't know. They're so it's, frisky, but yeah, yeah, Washington's definitely better. Washington's better, and then Washington State, who just dropped out of uh being ranked. So it is not the not a gauntlet to get back, and we could really possibly see them as one of the four teams in the college football playoff. Um, that being said, it is only week seven going into week eight. And I am, I, I think it's just worth monitoring um, their perfect season. That's all. But yeah, this was an amazing game. This is what college football is all about. And I'm really, really impressed with this Washington team. Um, that it being at home, I think really gave them an advantage as well. But yeah, great game. Best game of the weekend for sure. For Another sure. good game that I want to talk about. Well, this one wasn't exactly a good game. It was just more of like, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. And that was Stanford, Colorado, Stanford winning it at, in like two 30 at night at like two 30 at night on Friday, I believe. Yeah. Friday. Um, absolutely nuts. They win it in double OT. They're up 46, 43, get the win there at one point. What was the score? I think they were down 29, nothing at halftime. Yeah. 29, nothing at halftime. They then scored 19 in the third, 17 in the fourth, and 10 in overtime to win. Um, in third, fourth, and overtime combined, Colorado scored 14 points. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know where to start with this Colorado team, but what do you think, Butts? It's a bad loss. Um, I think it's an undisciplined loss, too. I, I think when you choke a lead like that, it just shows that you're really undisciplined. Um, they got way too comfortable, and... Stephen A actually went on a really good rant about how you just can't lose that game. You know, you got all this shit. I think they posted a video at halftime or something like that. Like their media team. They did talk or, a lot of shit. They talk a lot of shit. And, you know, oh, excuse me. Just had Chipotle. So it's coming back up. Yeah. Uh, Stanford, Stanford showed up. Props to them. You know, down being down 29, nothing is a very tough task to come back from. And they, and they put it to Colorado. Um, I think prime has presented a great mindset to this team. And I love what he's doing with the program. But at the same time, I think the kids got or the guys. I mean, they're probably a lot of them probably younger than us, which is kind of scary to think about. But um, they're you know they're getting a little too big for the britches, and and then that's what happened on Saturday. Stanford stuck it to him in the second half and played a hell of a second half. I mean, very very impressive stuff from them. I thought that Shador Sanders played a really solid game, except he threw one bad pick in overtime. But besides that, I mean. I think I think Colorado's going to be okay. Like I like, you know, Prime said there's still a few dogs away on both sides of the ball, and I think it mainly comes on the lines on the line of scrimmages. I feel like they're losing those battles game in and game out. So maybe he gets some good transfers next year, or some good uh, new freshman recruits, and shares up the, uh, those lines because I think they have a lot of talent on the outside, and I know they're going to get even more. So Colorado will be okay. Uh, like I think they've already exceeded expectations this year too. Oh yeah. Would you agree? They're like one way, one win away from their season win total, so they're fine. Yeah, I'm, so, this game. There's only one thing that matters about this game, and that's how Travis Hunter is. I can't wait to watch him in the NFL. And this guy is kind of Wemby-ish almost. He's not quite as hyped as Wemby, and he doesn't have like the physical aspects. It's just his ability to play. He had 13 receptions, 140 yards. And also, um, let me try and find his tag. He had five solo tackles. Um, I can't He's find the data. He did get got mossed bad that one time, though. Did you see he that did. clip? Yeah, the final, the catch over his head, like the guy. So yeah, that was yeah, bad. that was nuts. But he played probably. He played all. He played two overtimes. Um, on defense and offense. Um, this guy's freaking awesome. Yeah, Colorado talks a lot of shit, and they get real pissy when you talk shit back, and it's pretty funny to watch because. Uh, I love Coach Prime, and I love what he's doing for the program. Um, there's an attitude around this program, mostly from the players, where they love to talk shit, and their fans really – they're new fans that don't really exist until this season really get heated um, if you say anything negative about that. So I'm sure we'll get some nice mentions. Yeah, they're definitely just like casual fans that now have a reason to be super fans. Yeah, which is funny. Which isn't – which is – it's funny, but at the same time, it's like – it's annoying We're, when they get mad at you for dumb shit. Yeah, but did diehard Colorado football fans even ever like exist? No, maybe there's probably, a few. There's a few. There's definitely a select few, but probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. Yeah. Not a, yeah. So, not the ones that we're thinking of. My roommate went to actually went to Colorado and just transferred here, and 
or not just transferred here. He transferred here a little bit ago, but he, uh, yeah, he said that no one went, not a lot of people went to the games and that they're very bad. So I don't know. Yeah, they um, definitely didn't. Let's talk now North Carolina versus Miami. This Miami team <laughs> is going downhill and fast. Um, we saw how important it was for UNC to get Tez Walker back. I believe he had three touchdowns in this game. Um, yes, he did. I mean, this UNC team, I don't think they're getting a ton of credit for how good they are. Drake May and Tez Walker combined. <laughs> that's a fucking awesome team. Scary sight right there. Not to mention Cedric Gray having 10 tackles and <laughs> like other their de- UNC's defense. I mean, it wasn't wasn't locked down in this game, but looks really solid. And I don't know, man, they beat they beat a Syracuse team that we thought was legit. Um, who's now four and two. But at the time, they beat a four and oh Syracuse team. They beat Miami, who up until last week was undefeated. They beat a really solid pit team that just who also just went and beat um uh Louisville who was undefeated like these wins that UNC are, are pulling together are very solid and very impressive um and yeah they beat South Carolina in the Duke's Mayo Classic I mean <laughs> I don't know man UNC is fun to watch I hope they make it into the the playoffs because I think that'd be very fun to have Washington and UNC in yeah UNC has like they've been quietly one of the best teams in college football so far um besides Drake May they don't have the biggest names in college football, which, I, which is why I think they're not getting a ton of credit. And I do think that a lot of these teams that are ranked above them at the moment are better than them. Like, if we look at their most recent poll, UNC's a 10. Like, I think Oregon's better. Texas is better. Penn State at seven's better. Oklahoma, Washington, Florida State, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia. Like, I think all those teams are better at the moment. But on any given Saturday, UNC, I think, could show up and beat any of them. Um, yeah. I think they're super sneaky and scary. I think Florida State's going to have a tall task in the ACC championship game. And these two teams wouldn't play each other until then. Uh, just take a look at UNC's schedule real quick. Their biggest game left is really uh, hosting Duke. And they should take care of business there. Excuse me. So UNC sneaky good. They're going to have to beat Florida State to get in, though. I'll tell you that much. Um, now, gonna... And I don't know if they can. Yeah, I think um... – I think college football, a lot of it is about your quarterback, obviously. But if you have the better quarterback in the um, game itself, even though you might not be considered the better school or all that, I think you always have a chance with that quarterback. And I think Drake May is, if 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 he's not the second, he's at least the third best quarterback in the nation right now in college. And I don't know. I I've yeah. love, that's, that's why I want to see Washington UNC in this college football playoff. Um, because I want to see what Penix and Drake may look like with their backs against the wall, you know, and in, in games that like really, really matter. Yeah. We'll see it in the, in the conference championship games for both of those teams too, but weird stats for Drake may like 17 for 33. Yeah. Weird. Not his most efficient kinda, game. Kind of weird. Uh, 273 for four touchdowns, but he took five sacks too. So kind of some weird stats, but uh, like their rushing game is unbelievable. Hampton, the running back, 24 rushes for 197 yards and a touchdown. That's an unbelievable day. Um, this offense is clicking on all cylinders at the moment. Their defense, they've never really had like that lockdown, shutdown defense. They've always just kind of had explosive offenses and then not great defenses. So they always usually win in shootouts like they did on Saturday. So um, I think their defense would have a really tough time with Florida State. And I think Florida State would just do enough to slow down UNC. That's okay. obviously a major look ahead. Like that's yeah, a yeah. very big look ahead. Okay, Alabama versus Arkansas. Alabama finally shows that their defense has a little bit of life, uh, at least in the first half. Um, in the second half, they re- they only score sec- three points and almost lose it. They're able to hold off um, Arkansas. Now it's time for Alabama hate week. Fuck Alabama. Alabama goes to Tennessee. Or sorry, Tennessee rather goes to Alabama this weekend um and plays and i'm very excited for that game but yeah this alabama defense was really kind of the difference here kj jefferson um was only was only able to throw the ball 24 times for 150 yards and two touchdowns Jalen milrow actually i know the numbers aren't great like 10 for 21 and he threw um 238 yards and two touchdowns it was one of his better games i would say um not his coming out party by any means but he looked a little bit better um than you know he has this whole season and 
Alabama, it looks like they're starting to get some stuff like figured out a little bit. Them figuring out their defense was really important um, because they up until now their defense hasn't been, you know, elite like it usually is. Um, even though I mean they're not they're not giving up a ton of points to teams like they still there just feels like it feels like it's not an overwhelming um, crimson tide defense like we're kind of used to. And I just think they're lacking stars like that one, like their wide receiver room isn't as loaded as we're used to. Their quarterback room isn't as loaded as we're used to and their defense isn't as loaded as, as they're used as we are used to. So I think that's kind of really just the issue with Alabama right now, but I don't want to critique them too bad on a win. Um, how did you feel about them after this one? I think Jalen Milrow is playing a lot better football right now. Um, I think we saw it two weeks ago too. He's just been, He's looked more solid. I think he's limiting mistakes. Um, I got to look at his box score specifically for this game. Uh, I don't know if you know how many. 10 for 21, 230 something. Yeah, 10 for 21. Yeah, and no picks. No picks. And no picks. So I feel like he's playing a lot better football than he started at the beginning of the season. Um, In Bama's defense, I think it's really, really good still. I just think it's difficult sometimes when your offense isn't as explosive and can't put together crazy long drives. Um. Having your defense on the field a ton isn't fun. It's not It's not great. It's not obviously what you're looking for, but I think their defense is still playing really good. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not swayed on Bama after this. I know a lot of people might say, um, you know, be less, be lower on Bama after this game because they're supposed to win. They were, what, 19-point favorites coming into this game? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Bama, Bama still has some fight left. To call them dead, I think, would be insane. Um but like they do have Tennessee next week, LSU, then they go to Kentucky, and then they go to Auburn for the Iron Bowl. Like they have a very tough schedule. And the thing is, too, they could still win their side of the division in the SEC and compete in the SEC championship game against Georgia and possibly have a chance to go to the clutch football playoffs still. Yeah, I'm I'm there with that. Um let's go to our final game that we're gonna cover Tennessee versus Texas AM. Oh, Joe Milton sucks. Sucks to say it. He is not a good quarterback, which is weird. He's playing, he's throwing the ball way worse than he was last year. Um, in the brief amount of time we got to see him. But man, we we cannot get this passing game going. Joe Milton just can't accurately throw the football, it feels like. Um, he was eleven for twenty-two for a hundred yards, a touchdown and an interception. And if you had asked me going into the season what I thought Tennessee was going to be good at, I would have said they're going to be they're going to have a fast, fast offense, and they're going to get be able to just throw the ball wherever they want to. Um, and I would be worried about their defense. It's the complete opposite. Their their passing is terrible. They're very fast still. They they're always going to have a fast offense. They do like no huddles all the time. Um, but they just rush the ball amazingly with um with Jabari Wright and um sorry Jalen Wright not Jabari Wright Jalen Wright and um. That's the name of the game offensively. They rush the ball really, really well, and they have a what seems like a pretty legit defense. So completely opposite from what I would have thought. Do I feel good about them coming out of this game? Not really. Um, it feels weird to be shitting on a five and one team, but they're a soft five and one. I mean, they beat a bad South Carolina team. They beat a bad UTSA team. They lost to Florida. They beat Austin PA, and they beat a terrible Virginia team. Um, so this is probably their best win on the season, and that's against a Texas A&M team that is unranked and very flawed. Do I feel good about them going into Alabama? No, but I'm never picking against Alabama. But, yeah, I'm looking ahead. How did you feel about this game, Butts? I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie to you. This was It was a stinker. It was a hard watch. I, yeah, I, I think I kept checking the score, and it was just very low scoring and, and a really unimpressive game. So I didn't I didn't really catch much of it. Um I thought the Aggies had a really good offense. I, I don't know why they absolutely came out and put up a blunder. Um, their quarterback was 16 for 34, below 50% in two picks. I mean, that is just absolutely horrific. Uh, seemed like a pretty gross game. Didn't watch it all. but Yeah, so Tennessee was able to get looking, to Max Looking Johnson ahead to Alabama. Yeah, Tennessee was able to get to Max Johnson a lot. Um, they were able to attack the line and get after him a little bit, make him move. Uh, there was a solid point of this game. Actually, honestly, the entire game until D. Williams kind of ran the punt back um, for the touchdown that I thought, God damn, we're done for. So I was sitting there and very mad, but nonetheless, they're able to pull that one out. I'm kind of ready for my heart to be ripped out uh, Saturday, but, you know, it is. Well, if I don't really feel like you should be going into this as like the heart ripping out game. Yeah, I mean, 
<clears throat> yeah. You know, because it's not like it's not like you're crazy. You have crazy college football aspiration hopes this year, anyways. Yeah, it's not like last year. Last year, if they had lost, that would have been devastating. Right, but if you can get away with a good loss here in Alabama this weekend, I would I would think of that as a success. Yeah, like a yeah. close loss. J- Jalen Milrose talking shit though, and it's just I, man, I want to beat him so bad. I just want to. best of luck, best of luck, because yeah. Tuscaloosa is a tough place to play. Uh, yeah. Obviously. Bad blow between those teams. Well, they don't like each other very much. Joe Millen's just not good right now. So it's like, yeah, and I your offense know. hasn't been great. So it's going to be, yeah. a, I think this could be another uh, low scoring, potentially low scoring game. Yeah, I think my play for this one's going to be the under for sure. Um, Okay. I haven't even looked at it yet, but Max is booking the under. Booking the under. All right. Um, Anything else for college football? I think we covered kind of the games that we. Really well, we did miss Notre Dame versus USC. Oh, God damn. Of course. I knew I was missing one. Good call. Uh, Yeah. So. <laughs> Crazy. I did not see Caleb Williams throwing three interceptions in the first quarter, um, or first half rather, as what was gonna happen. But damn, Notre Dame looked a lot better. I we were both pretty down on them going into this game. I thought I thought maybe they could get it done because I thought last weekend was a wake up call after that loss and their college football playoff hopes are done for. Um yeah, I USC's defense is terrible, and I'm starting to think the team at except for Caleb Williams is kind of terrible. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, Yeah, they're really bad on defense. Uh, I, I would say their offense is still really good. Obviously, Caleb Williams. I think the receivers are actually pretty solid, too. Uh, I'm, I'm not reading a ton into this Caleb Williams performance. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to jump off a bandwagon and say he's, you know, he's not great. He's not this. He's not that. Cause I still think he's everything that he, he should be. Um, but, Man, this was a really rough game for him, uh, in in a really big spot too, uh, with those two, um, with those two Pac-12 opponents playing that weekend. Obviously, Oregon and uh, Washington, coming out of a loss at Notre Dame. I did book this as a Notre Dame win, and at at like the first or second podcast we did for college football, and I did stick with my gut uh, when we recorded yeah. the preview, and I did say that Notre Dame was going to win, and Notre Dame won. I think it was going to be like this, no, um. But they did win, and and they won convincingly. Also, how frustrated do you have to be if you're a Notre Dame fan right now? Or how frustrated are you if you're a Notre Dame fan? Like, you lose a heartbreaker with 10 men on the field for the last two plays against Ohio State, and then you put up a stinker against Louisville and lose, and then you come out and just absolutely wax USC, the number nine team in the country. I thought it was uh, – you got to be pretty frustrated. Um, I'm not a Notre Dame fan – but I'm Notre Dame fan adjacent. My girlfriend's entire family, huge Notre Dame fans, and went. Um, they, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty uh, annoyed. They like. They liked getting that win. I don't think they really didn't like Caleb Williams, so they were really happy to fuck him a little bit, you know. But whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, but they are. They are just like you said, pretty um, annoyed with their team because, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> you look. It, it's. Night and day with this Notre Dame team. Every week they either look really good or really bad. The last two weeks, I'd say they looked pretty bad, um, and then they looked like world kill world beaters on Saturday. So I don't know. Um, Did yeah. you see the kid that rushed the field yeah. to find Caleb Williams? Yeah, yeah. I said, paint this. On- Where are your painted nails now, or something like that? Because Caleb Williams wrote "fuck ND" on his nails last time Did they played. I- he, yeah. he wrote "fuck you." I remember him writing "fuck Utah" on his nails last time, which was yeah. He wrote he wrote I "fuck ND." Was annoyed by that. And yeah. so for that, I mean, that kid should be punched in the face. If you're Caleb Williams, that yeah. is showing an incredible amount of professional composure to not absolutely bare hand that. slap that kid in the face. It made um, me like Caleb Williams more because of that. Because I was like, damn, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's, it shows a little veteran leadership. So I liked that out of Caleb Williams, but fuck that kid. Yeah, fuck that kid in Notre Dame. Um. Yeah, Caleb Williams a lot more likable this year. I've noticed. I was, I he was driving me nuts last year. I'll be honest. I was so annoyed when he was painting his nails saying "fuck Utah" and "fuck Notre Dame." Um, I thought that was dumb as hell. So I'm yeah, he's being a little immature, there. and this year he's just been a professional who's just been taking yeah. care of business every week in yeah. dramatic fashion. But man, like USC does still have a path to the college football playoff, but they have to win out. That's the thing. And yeah, and their right now a gauntlet. Right. And right now, do I think that they're going to beat Washington? Fuck no. no. Like, hell no. Utah, uh, Cal, UCAL, Washington, Oregon, and you, and then UCLA. 
<laughs> Those are all losable games. All losable games, except Minus Cal. U- yeah, UCAL and UCLA, we can I would say that you can mark those as wins. Um, but Washington and Oregon, that's those are some tough teams. That they sucks. could be a four, they could that be sucks. a three loss team. So it's gonna be if they get in, it's gonna be close. But yeah, it's gonna be a right. long season for them, long rest of the season for USC fans. Yes. All right, that's gonna wrap up the pod for us here at the couch. Thank you all for listening. We're gonna be back later in the week with a preview of the upcoming college football weeks, NFL stuff. We're going to be actually doing a special little NBA pod because we need to get some NBA content out because NBA is coming up and we've been almost that time. Yeah. We've been uh, arguing a lot over text on NBA stuff. So yeah, we got, we got a bunch of stuff in the works here. Um, But yeah, thank you all for listening and peace.